0: Hank, brother, come up and share for us and uh, introduce your guest.
1: All right, good morning, guys. My name is Hank Irwin, and I'm glad to see all of you guys here this morning. This is going to be a special day for you guys. You're not here by accident, I don't believe in chance. I believe that you have been directed and and recruited from the Lord to be here on this day at this event. Because what is going to happen today, I really believe, is that the great awakening of the United States of America is going to start in this room today. And I want to thank... Wes Yoder and Larry Stone and all of the guys that are with NCS this is a great organization 75 chapters all over the United States of America and they're all getting fired up at the same time so I believe something big is getting ready to happen and I believe it's going to be ignited by this group in Franklin Tennessee And it is going to reverberate with waves all across the United States and around the world. So we've got something to share with you today that you are going to love. Nobody has heard what we're going to share with you today. It's been talked about in small groups, but you are the first big group to hear an amazing thing that is going to happen in Nashville, Tennessee. It all really starts back by the motion picture, Jesus Revolution. How many of you have seen the movie? Awesome. What you may not know is that movie is a product of Franklin, Tennessee, because the production company is here in Franklin, Tennessee. My two sons are movie directors and producers, Andy and John, and they moved all of us up from Alabama to settle in Franklin, Tennessee, and to start making family-friendly, faith-based motion pictures out of Franklin, Tennessee. So this movie comes from Franklin, Tennessee, guys. This is awesome, it's your movie. And it is only the beginning of what's going to be a long list of faith-based motion pictures that tell how Jesus makes a difference in everyday life. And it is awesome that you guys get a chance to be a part of it. Out of that movie came a relationship with Greg Laurie, who's the subject of that motion picture. He's the evangelist in Southern California, who's had a wonderful 50 year ministry. Many of you follow him on television. And Greg and uh, his family have become very close family members with us. Uh, we had our red carpet in, um, uh, in Hollywood back in February. And I got with him uh, before uh, he left for the night. I said, Greg, you've never been to Nashville, Tennessee. You've had crusades all over the country and even outside of the country. But why not Nashville, Tennessee? And he basically said, nobody's ever asked me. And I said, well, what would it take? And he said, well, let's talk. And the long and short of it is something is brewing that I think you're gonna love. And I'm gonna ask my good friend, Hope Hines. He's won six TV Emmys. He's been your sportscaster here in Nashville for 40 years. He is the head of this entire event that's coming. And I want you to welcome my good friend, Hope Hines.
0: All right, guys, as I was sitting there, something came to me. We are in Nashville, Tennessee. We all know what Nashville's about. There's a lot of cheering that goes on here musically and athletically. But I've always had the idea, right, Uh, John, John McKinnon? One of these days, I want that whole stadium to just stand up and cheer. Jesus Christ. Let's do that right now. Let's just stand up and just cheer our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hey! All right. Yay! 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 Wow. Think what that would be like at Nissan Stadium or what it would be like at Bridgestone. And all we do is just stand there and cheer. Well, that's kind of a preview of what you're going to be involved in and get to see coming here Hopefully in two, uh, 2024. Hank, uh, I met Hank, I haven't known Hank all that long. Now, you got to know he is a two-time Alabama senator, and we're going to forgive him for that. <laughs> but outside of that, he's a good guy. No, he's a great guy. He's a, he's a wonderful man. He and his wife, Sheila, both. And she's as spiritual, more spiritual than you are. That's for sure. She's written a book and all kinds of things. So this whole family is involved with, uh, with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Guys, I can't tell you how exciting this whole project is. There's energy everywhere we go, and when we speak to people. Yesterday, we visited with seven Latino pastors. They are really fired up, and the thing about them is they were so appreciative of us including them, and we are going to include everybody in this community with this project that we're involved in. And what it is, is uh, we're, we're bringing Greg Laurie here. We we're, It's not a done deal yet, but we're so close that it, uh, it's scary. And he's excited about it, and uh, we are going to do this at Bridgestone Arena for three days. It's going to be a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Somebody said, well, why not on the weekend? Well, we couldn't get the dates on the weekend, but guess what? Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday or Saturday and Sunday in downtown Nashville. It's all the same, right? I mean, all the tourists are here, so it really doesn't matter what day we pick. And, uh, and God's in charge, and so he's going to have it over the days he wants to. Greg is going to come and, and bring uh, three days, and here's, here's something else. Now, Hank, I'm, I'm about to say something here, and I don't know if we've talked about it, but let's just think about this. We're going to do music venues all around that. They're gonna be, it'd be, it's going to be much like uh, fanfare used to be, or what do, what do they call it now? Huh? CMA Week. CMA Week. All right, where they've got different venues with different artists. Well, we're going to do the same thing with Christian singers. And uh, it's just going to be a three-day festival. Let's just call it a festival, guys. And you you are going to be involved in that. And we're going to need everybody in our community. As we said, we've reached out to the Latinos. We're going to reach out to the Koreans. We're going to reach out to the Chinese. We're going to reach out to everybody. And the great thing about what's happening here is that this community is going to be Coming together in a way that I think we never have before. Entertainment, of course, does it for their segment, sports does it for their segment, but this is just going to bring people from all walks of life for one reason, and that's Jesus Christ to hear Greg Laurie preach. These uh, events are going to start in the evening, so we're going to have during the day and the afternoon to do all of this and put it together. It's going to be great. Um, we are, Daryl Waldrop is involved, and I'm going to introduce him in a second. Uh, and he uh, came up with the idea the other day uh, as we were in a meeting. He said, well, why don't we just do a NASCAR parade down Broadway? Oh, what do you think, guys? Would you like to see that? Uh, I told Dale that he could also lead the parade. <laughs> but he can't be driving one of those, what are you selling out here? Hondas. Hondas. No, it can't be a Honda. <laughs> no, it's got to be a dolled up car. You know, one of your cars, one of your old cars. Race car, yeah, exactly. So he's going to get some of his friends to come in, and we're going to <laughs> we're going to we're going to do that and uh, and have that. Um, any questions so far from anybody about what we're talking about here, about what we're doing? Comments? I want to hear somebody come back with something. Anything? How do we volunteer? What, wait, what do you say? How do you volunteer? You you just did. <laughs> you, you just did. We are going to be putting out some more information about how you can get in touch with us. We're going to have an office at some point and uh, all the things that we're going to need to have for the next. Look, this is going to be a year and a half project. Yeah. This is a year and a half project. You just don't do this sort of thing overnight. And uh, it's going to involve a lot of people. We've already had one meeting with pastors. Uh and so uh, Charles McGowan, how many know Pastor Charles McGowan, a very well respected uh pastor for a lot of years here? Don Finto, Don Finto people know Don Finto. All of these people are involved. Uh Marty Dickens and uh, we just got a lot of people that are involved. We we had a meeting with pastors and uh we also met with the Butch Spyrodans group from the uh visitors bureau. They are really on board with this. Here's the thing. Broadway ain't gonna like us so much. You know, we got a bunch of Christians coming in down here and you know, listening to Greg Laurie speak and they're selling beer. It ain't gonna work, is it? No, it is gonna work. We're gonna find out it's gonna work in a way they don't even know it's gonna work. And that's that's gonna really be a big deal. So that's uh yes, sir. All right, now wait, your question was are we gonna Well, yeah, we're 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 going look, we we don't have it all worked out yet, but this is going to be televised around the world. Not just here in this country. And Hank, Hank come here a second. He came up with the Lord spoke to him the other day. You didn't say this a minute ago, but I want you to tell everybody about what this day, what this is going to be uh you say it. All right.
1: Guys, I want to let you know that the Greg Glory Crusade, the Harvest Crusade that we're going to try to bring to Nashville next July at the Bridgestone Arena is not going to be just for Nashville. We're going to work to broadcast this around the world. Now, I want you to understand what that means. This is so big, so big, that we have something Billy Graham didn't have when he came to Nashville 20 years ago. For the first time, we can reach the world through this little device. There are 18 billion telephones in the world. We have the potential to do something next year that has never been done before. We can complete the Great Commission this time next year in 2024. And the Bible says when that happens, he will come. We can do it right here from Nashville, Tennessee, broadcasting this around the world for three days in every known language in the world going through these little devices. We have the potential. We can do that. So Nashville is not just for a crusade for us. It's our time to reach the world from nashville and from franklin it's our time guys we gotta go for it sir does this answer your question
0: (laughs) so that's those are the plans guys uh that's that's exactly everything we know at this point we're just waiting on a few things to fall in place look this train is already on the move this train is rolling And we're not, and nothing's going to stop it because because God wants this to happen, and He's going to open that arena for us the way He wants to do it, and it's going to happen. So that's all. We're not even worried about it. We're not fearsome. We're not uh, backing off from anything. We're going full steam ahead, and then He'll adjust. So, any other questions before I bring up uh, the man of the hour? Anybody else got a question? Do it now. I mean, now's the time to. To ask, maybe you got a thought we hadn't thought of. We want look. We need you. You're part of us. We're all in this together. Just because we are the organizers or <clears throat> you know heading this up, we need you. We can't do it without you. That's why we met with those pastors. We got to have the churches involved. It takes a lot of people to put on a three-day crusade. Yep. I'm sorry. What, Michael? 3, volunteers. It's going to take 3,500 volunteers. Now, they've done 30, over 30 crusades. I guess you want to say something, Mark. You're going to trust me, aren't you?
2: Huh? You're gonna trust me. I'm going to trust you. Do I need to introduce you? No, I'll just say. So, guys, Lava's been this town. We remember when Billy Graham came. Some of you remember when he came the very first time. When was that? Well, in the 60s, and, and then. He remembers. <laughs> was... I was in town when he came in 1999, I believe it was. It was 2000. 2000. Seven years later, Luis Palau came and did a two-day uh, two festival. You remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. 2014, seven day, years later, I Am Second campaign hit our community. And again, that was for everybody, and it brought people together. So here we are again. All right. And I think there's, there's some good things. that they, It's interesting how it brings together. There's also... A lot of pockets of people who are believing for something really unique, like you said, that comes out of, that keeps coming out of this city. Especially this city, Franklin, right. and how it impacts Nashville. And um, there's pockets of prayer that's been going on. I've been pulled into a couple. The outpouring of that, and I think as we think about next year, it's all about the prayer, right. the spiritual prayer, to do what you're talking about worldwide. So I don't know where you are spiritually in that and really leaning into it, but I've become more leaning in regarding that. And I have found myself with a group of people that have called a spirit in the square on Pentecost Sunday, May 28th. That's in about three, four weeks. And they're inviting all the Jesus followers. And I say they, there's like four guys that are kind of saying it's time. They're inviting all the Jesus people, Jesus followers, into the downtown Franklin Square and down Main Street for prayer, repentance, and worship. Not at one location, but all up and down. And I say that now to put that on your radar because I think that it, it is all ties part. It all ties together. It all ties together. All ties all together. All. Thank
0: you, Mark. Mark McFerrin. Thank you. By the way, and, uh, yes, sir.
1: Yeah, exactly. Come on. Guys, next year is a political year. Our country is going to be almost at the verge of coming unglued. We stand the chance to bring hope. Nashville is going to get so much attention from this. Franklin is going to get so much attention from this. People are going to be looking for hope and so when we do this event, there are going to be millions of people watching this on television, and they're going to be coming to Nashville to participate. We're gonna reach out 500 miles. Now, I want you to think of something. Remember the Asbury Revival just a few months ago? That was a little town of 6,000 people. And in three weeks, they had 100,000 people come through that town because they wanted to experience Jesus. Now, when we put the word out that this is coming to Nashville, you're going to have close to a million people coming because they want hope so
0: bad. All right, tell, tell them what, what you did a couple of weeks ago. Okay, This is an example of what we're talking about.
1: All right, guys, uh, I'll have to tell you a little bit of a story. In 1993, I was doing radio in Birmingham, Alabama, and we had a lot of uh, talk show issues that we were dealing with. And we found out that we were having a common denominator in all of the problems that we were dealing with on the air. And it was this, that men were just not leading in their homes, and it was causing all sorts of ripple effects. Uh, The Lord put that on my heart to go to prayer and to ask for an answer, and he gave me an idea. I called my good friend Gary Bauer in Washington, D.C., and I said, Gary, I've got an idea. He said, what is it? I said, I think we need to have a rally in Washington, D.C., and bring together a million men to rededicate this country to Jesus Christ. He laughed at me. He said, first of all, there's never been a million men gathered for anything in America, not even the Civil War. Secondly, we don't have enough porta potties on the eastern half of the United States <laughs> to service a million men. But he said, he said, you got something. Send me your what you got. So we sent him all of the material. And then I have spent two years flying all over the country lobbying for a million man rally in Washington. I met with Bill Bright. Uh, The great Bill Bright down in Orlando uh, in 1994, I believe, he said, it's a great idea, but if you want it to happen, give it to Promise Keepers because they've got the momentum. So we gave everything to Promise Keepers. Promise Keepers uh, drove it to the conclusion. One other factor, in 1993, I got my son John who directed Jesus Revolution and we went to the Washington Monument. He was about 11 years old and we got down on our knees and prayed one day God bring a million men to this spot. And we went back four years later and he was 16 now at that time and there were 1.5 million men in Washington D.C. in October 1997. To say all of that, to say this, For the first time in 30 years, I did something I've never done before since that day. I went to the Bridgestone Arena, and I knelt down on the sidewalk, and I prayed, Lord Jesus, bring one million people to this spot one day at your time, and I believe it's going to happen, and this is going to be the reason. The Lord wants to reach the country, and now is the time, and it's going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. Amen. Well there you go guys. That's uh,
0: <laughs> are you fired up? Or are you just a little bit fired up? How can you not be? Yes, you are back in the back. First Thursday is the National Day of Prayer. That's right. That's right. You're right. National Day of Prayer today. Yes. Right. Wow. Amen. Amen. That, that's the other thing, guys. You know what? We can, uh, hang on one second. I'm going to get to you. We can have all the manpower in the world, 3,500 people and all that. It takes you praying starting today. Will you please pray? Pray for this success. Pray for this to happen. Pray for it to happen the way in which God wants it to happen, not necessarily the way we want it to happen or plan it because he knows best. Just pray every day that you think about it or this crusade that's going to happen here in Nashville next year, and that we're going to wind it with Bridgestone. Yes, sir, in the back. Uh, has anybody ever been to a harvest crusade before? Anybody ever been to a harvest crusade before, he asked. Here's a few people. It's, uh, it's amazing. I mean, even as a dumb man, I went back in the late 80s, early 90s for a few years. Right. We could drive three, four hours in traffic just to get there. Wow. <laughs>
3: Here next year, we're coming from all directions. And even as a young man I said to myself, how do they do this? They need all these volunteers. Yeah. And, and that was my thought class as a twenty five year old, you know. Um I'm just inspired by all of you. You guys are a little bit older than me, I'm fifty five now, but you're
0: definitely gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> well <you> know, <clears throat> we've been knowing that and you know what? We may. Whatever the whatever the Lord provides. But but guys, we need your prayer. And, and look, be our mouthpiece, okay? Each one of us can talk to many, many people in the course of a day or week. Just begin to spread the word. Would you do that? And just tell people about it. Say, look, I don't have all the answers, don't have all the knowledge or information, but neither do we. We're just laying the groundwork, and that's all you need to do. All right, before I bring up Daryl, is there anybody else here that has a question? Want we'll to have a comment. We're open to, it's an open floor, whatever you'd like to, to ask us or Give us some thoughts about this. Anything, anybody? All right, well, does anybody in the room? Yes, John.
4: Guys, this is not accidental. You were chosen. Hank has been up to New Jersey talking to NCS. He's met the president of NCS. When I was here a couple of years ago, because of Andy, because he opens up this building and all his buildings to God and Jesus, I met a five of you and we went up and volunteered helping with the tornado. This is a group of volunteers. This is a group of men who know how to be men who are empowered to go out. There's 11,000 churches in a 200-mile radius of here. Whichever church you're at, we need you. And this is a pitch today to be among some of the greatest men I've had the pleasure to meet. Hank Irwin won't tell you how great he is. Go watch Woodlawn and you'll get a sense. Hope Hines has had a long career. And Mr. Darrell Walchip, a distinguished man of NASCAR. We have a lot of ways to reach out to people, and Andy, thank you again for opening up this building.
0: Anybody else want to talk? <laughs> All right, let's see. What do I, <laughs> Scott, you got? <laughs> it's an open mic, guys. Look, this is the way we communicate. This is good. We get input, dadgummit. We need, I'm telling you, we're vulnerable. We need input. All right. What do I need to say about my good friend? Uh, yes, Joel. We, we need to tell how people can connect. Because you're saying connect and connect, but how, how do we do it? Are going to have a website or what's the. We're, gonna, we're going to have all of that. Yeah, thank you very much. We're going to have We're gonna have all of that. Yes, Joel. And you, of course, are going to be part of it. So uh, we'll be. Uh, rolling that out, we're going to have an office number. We're going to have office. We're going all the things we need to communicate. Before I introduce Daryl, you saw this on your table. I hope uh, I'm part of a group of men. Uh, we call ourselves the Upper Room on Monday night, and we meet uh, 25 guys. Uh, we're having a retreat uh, next Saturday at, uh, at Henry Horton State Park. If you'll just go online to seasonsofmen.com, we'd love to see you there. It'll be a great day. We've got speakers. Uh, we'll have a lunch and dinner that night, and we'll have just a great time with the with the Lord. Thank you, Daryl. Of course, that I met in 1971 when he was uh, nobody, <laughs> and and I was nobody. So we had a couple of nobodies talking about something that had to do with NASCAR at Channel Five, but that's how I met Daryl, and uh, his uh, his career went zoom. Mine kind of went, Zoom, <laughs> Zoom, 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 Zoom. <laughs> so we were on two different tracks, but we wound back up in the same place. Daryl and I and Stevie, his lovely wife, have been dear friends for all of those years, and uh, do I need to tell you everything about Daryl, that he's won 84 races, and don't, okay, Daryl said we don't have time. Ladies and gentlemen, Daryl Waldrop is a part of this, he's going to tell you what he's going to do. Daryl Waldrop.
5: Hi, good morning, man. Yeah, just a couple of things. Uh, So, no, that's not me. It could be, but it's not. No, but listen, I got a challenge for all you guys. When I look around this room, and this morning when you're going through this line, I saw a lot of white hair. And I thought, wow, a lot of older guys here this morning. Who are you mentoring to? Who are you sharing your faith with? Because I think that's that's one of the most important things we can do, as men, is have a younger man that needs to, to needs to know the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I don't I don't I don't see that many young men in here. So we need to reach out. We need a mentor to our to our younger crowd, and get them involved because that's where the energy is. Look, Hope's got energy. Everybody's got energy. We all we're all pumped up and raring to go. But we need some. We need some we need 3,500 volunteers that's a lot of people so we need a lot of people to get involved and and so that's my challenge to you this morning I'm the Grand Marshal and I'm you know they're talking about a parade Well, I, I, I got a race car and I can I can drive down Broadway anytime I want to but it'd be nice to have people following me you know it'd be, if, 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 that, if it works out that way but so there's a lot of things in the works a lot of plans, a lot of things that are going on, that they that, that have to be completed. And so I'm here this morning because Hope wanted me to be here. I'm here this morning because I believe in this in this program. I'm here this morning because I believe in you and all you guys. You wouldn't be here if you didn't believe in this program, and you wouldn't believe and you didn't believe it was going to happen. So my challenge is just this: the next time we have one of these meetings, bring a young man with you bring somebody with you that needs to hear the word that needs to hear the gospel because I believe that's where our strength lies and I believe that's where this program will end up 3,500 volunteers a lot of young men can you stand out on the corner for for six eight hours waving at people I don't think so I'd, 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 I'd have, have a seat so anyway that's my challenge and uh, I look forward to being involved. Hope has been a friend of mine since 1971. Quick story about Hope. So he's Channel 5 and he doesn't know diddly squat. He doesn't know a race car from a horse race. So he just, he he doesn't know. So we do this show together. Me and Joe Carver and him, we do this show together. And it was supposed to be, the show was supposed to be, whoever won the feature at the fairgrounds the week before would be the guest on the show the next week. Well, I mean, you know, no disrespect to those guys but they would be on the show and hope would say so how'd your weekend go well, it went pretty good so how'd your car run well, it ran car around pretty good and so they, they didn't they they wouldn't elaborate so i watched the show a couple of three weeks i said hope this ain't working we gotta have some excitement we gotta have some energy i said so he said well why don't you do it every week i said great so me and joe and hope we did the show every week and and so we did, our, we, did our, we did our thing, and then we all went our separate ways. And he was right. My career went this way, and his went that way. <laughs> but we came together, and you won't believe where? Riverside, California. He's over in San Diego. I don't know what he was doing over there. He had a TV camera, and I don't see. He was doing something. And I'm at the racetrack, and he comes to the racetrack, and they come and say, Hey, there's a guy outside that wants to talk to you. I said, What's his name? He said, Whole Pines. Tell him I'm not here. I'm not here. So anyway, I went out, and I talked, I said, now listen, this is not the fairgrounds. This is not pit stop. We're in the big league now. So you gotta ask, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta ask some, in, some questions that are pertinent to what we're doing around here, you know? So anyway, that, that was where we came together and then we parted ways again and then we came together again on this program, a project. We played golf together, not very good. A uh, matter of fact, they're having to redo the whole Brentwood Country Club <laughs> because of all the divots that he left in it. But anyway, so look, guys, this is early on. I know it's early on, and there's a lot of things that have to come together. But you can make it happen. He can. Joe, all these guys in this room can make it happen, and I'm just here. I'm the Grand Marshal, they want to have a parade. I'm going to help them all I can. And they want to have a lot of events that go on for three days. I'm, I want to help them all I can because I love the Lord. The Lord loves me. I wouldn't even be here today if it wasn't for my, my salvation and the Lord taking care of me and watching over me. So my challenge to you is the next time we get together, bring a young man with you. Bring somebody that you can mentor to because I think that's where our strength will lie. And if we, as this program goes forward, I believe that's where our, I think that's where all our help is going to come from. So I love every one of you. I'm glad you're here this morning. A lot of guys come to our Tuesday morning Bible study at the house. Uh, I'm a little lazy. I haven't been able to get down there lately. But uh, anyway, glad you're here and uh, look forward to working together and get this program rolling. So thank you for being here this morning.
0: Now now you understand why on that program or any other program, I had an hour show, I would invite Daryl, I'd ask him one question and then it was time to go. <laughs> the man does not speak in short sentences. Anyway, we appreciate your, your, your being here, Daryl, and being a part of this. All right, we're going to close it now because I know Andy wants some, some real customers coming in here. And, uh, is there, and Wes, Wes is going to say something. Anything else anybody want to ask before we go real quick? All right. Okay. Then I'm gonna step down, and uh, yeah. you. Okay.
3: You guys go. Guys, uh, thanks for being here today, Daryl. Um, we've all heard stories about your driving. So if you watch that parade, guys, be careful. Uh, one of the one of my favorite one of my favorite stories is how he met Stevie. I think he rolled your car in her front yard when you went on the first date. Yeah, and and. And, and Stevie's really the reason that Daryl shines the way he does. And uh, all kinds of good stuff going on. I remember going down to Nashville Speedway in Talladega and watching you run down there and having some of those those fun. Uh, I think he did the Nashville Speedway, but I'm not sure about Talladega. And then he invited us to come down to Atlanta. And uh, he wasn't living right at the time, and it rained us out. We drove all the way to Atlanta just to turn around and drive home. <laughs> anyway. Uh, a couple quick things. We have a, a yellow pad here for anyone who would like to get our twice monthly email. Uh, please leave a generous tip on the table for our wait staff. Um, these precious servers have been here every single time we've been here for 13 or 14 years. Larry can tell us how many years that was. <laughs> give them a give them a big applause and, and, and leave them a good tip. But we, we deeply appreciate you guys and Andy and all the stuff that's going on here. Um, So anyway, um, I had in my mind this morning to say this as we close. And Hank, if you want to say something else, feel free to. But um, to him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy, to the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power now and forever. Amen. So go in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Thank you. All
1: right, guys, where do we go from here? One, we need your prayers. We are sitting in second position for Bridgestone Arena. Uh, uh, Greg Laurie's group has said if they come to Nashville, They said to me something most astounding I've never heard from any organization. Uh, They told us if we come, we will underwrite the whole thing. I have never heard any organization ever do that. So they said if we get the Bridgestone Arena, we'll put up the money and we will come in. Guys, I think we need to preempt that. I believe somehow we in this group right here need to think outside of the box of how we can get that Bridgestone Arena and then be able to go back to Greg Laurie's organization and say, no problems. The men of Nashville, the men of Franklin stepped up and they found a way to get the Bridgestone Arena. you put that money back into your accounts come and help us change America. And I believe they will be blown away. Uh, We have on Greg Laurie's desk this morning the official invitation from Nashville to come to Nashville and do your harvest crusade. It's on his desk. I believe if we get the Bridgestone Arena, it is going to happen. And I want you guys to pray big about how we can get that arena to the glory of God and that we can have a three-day festival that we haven't had since Billy Graham. I believe the time is now. I'm going to close with a story that happened in our movie Woodlawn. Many of you see, have seen the movie. It's about a high school football team that uh, back in the 70s was in an internal mess of anger and rage. And we went into that school, and they had a massive revival with the football team. The entire team gave their hearts to Jesus Christ in a meeting in their gym. I became the chaplain of the team, and uh, they were not a very good football team, so I thought, if we got to think of something that would be well worth getting your brains beat out every Friday night on the football field. I got the captains together, and I said, Why don't we do something I've never seen any football team do in my life? And I don't know if you guys can do it, but if you're up to it, this is the challenge. Why don't we see if we can use the simple game of football to tell people about Jesus Christ? And they thought about it, and they bought in. In the 1973 season, they said, we're going to play for Jesus. Well, we promptly went out and lost our first football game. We got beat by a team that we were a four-touchdown underdog. We held them to almost a a victory until the last minute of the game. They mounted a desperation drive and beat us 7-3. to When we went back onto the bus that night out of Legion Field in Birmingham, there was an eerie quiet on the bus. Nobody said a word. It was still and cold, and you could feel it on the bus. When I got on the bus, I always sat next to... Tandy Geralds, the head football coach, he sat on the outside. He was not a Christian, didn't want Jesus to have anything to do with his team. He was the guy that says, Jesus makes cupcakes. He doesn't make men of God. So he sat on the outside, and I sat down right next to him, cold in in the bus, and he jammed his elbow into my side, and he looked at me and growled at me, and he says, you've got to speak to the team. They just played their hearts out for this Jesus thing that you've got them into. They just got beat, and their hearts are broken. They're in danger of walking out on me, and you got them into this, so you need to speak to them, and you need to do it right now. And I said, whoa. So I had a quick word of prayer, and I stood up, and I turned and looked right down the aisle. Every eye is on me. And I said these words to them. Now, fellas, there's one thing I didn't tell you about making a commitment to Jesus Christ. Anytime you make a commitment, there's going to be a test to see what your real motivation is. And if you thought by getting Jesus into your hearts, you were going to get a genie on you that will help you win football games, it ain't going to work. Because Jesus is not going to be a genie. He's not going to be a lucky charm. He's not going to be be a rabbit's foot. He's going to be God. And that means when you play for him, you're going to give him praise when you win, and you're going to give him praise when you lose. So make up your mind right now. If you want a genie on your team, you might as well go home and quit because it ain't going to work. But if he's going to be God, make up your mind right now. And I stood there just like this, and it was an eerie quiet just like this. For 20 seconds, nobody said anything. And then from the back of the bus, and I still don't know after 50 years who did it, But a kid yells out, I'm still in. And then another kid on the other side said, I'm in too. And then it broke. And the guys started nodding their heads and said, we're still in. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then it happened, guys. The Spirit of God came down on that bus and the chant began, all in, all in all in, and it got louder and louder, all in, all in, and then they all went Pentecostal. I mean, they jumped up. (laughs) They started pounding on each other's shoulder pads and saying, yeah, we mean it. We're not going to back down. We're going for it. We're going to do this all in, all in, all in, and for 15 minutes, they were rocking the bus, screaming to the top of their heads, all in. We mean it, and after that, I... Finally got their attention. They calmed down. I said, all right, let's go home. Let's go to work. And after that, guys, they ran the table. And it was the most beautiful story that became the movie, Woodlawn. And you can see it on your telephone. But, fellas, this is the thing. We have to decide among ourselves. Are we using Jesus in our life as a genie or is he God? And if he's God, we've got to get all in. So I'm going to close in a word of prayer. And if that's your prayer and your your desire, you pray it with me to yourself quietly. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Now, Lord Jesus, we want to thank you so much for the opportunity to come here this morning. This is the national day of prayer. And Lord, we know that you have allowed us to live our lives and brought us to this moment in the United States of America where we have a moment and an opportunity to make a difference to change the country, to bring them back to their sanity and realize that we owe you everything, Lord Jesus, and you have made our country, and we owe you everything, and we are so humble to be able to live here. Now, Lord Jesus, we just uh, re-enlist, re-up. We want to serve you with all of our heart. We thank you for being our Savior. We thank you for being our King. We thank you for being our friend. And we wanna let you know, Lord Jesus, we are all in. Whatever you wanna do with Greg Glory, we're all in. Whatever you wanna to do to reach the United States, we're all in. Whatever you wanna to do to use this to reach the world, we're all in. You can count on me, I will do my part, I will pray, I will talk, I will give, I will do whatever you want. Lord Jesus, I am all in. And I pray in every way, Lord, that your name is glorified about what's going to happen And out of these guys in this room You start the revival You start the great awakening Right here, this day This time That Jesus, Lord, you can be glorified And we'll just praise you forever In your sweet name Amen, Amen. Now did you guys get all in? 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 Louder, all in, all in, all in, all in, all in. 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 God bless you. All right, y'all have a great day. Thanks for coming.